Welcome into A to Z Sports, presented by the BetMGM app. Uh, I'm Austin Stanley. He is Luke Warsham. In for Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because uh, they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, check them out and make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, we were there yesterday. BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. So, uh, Luke I, I is need, in. I do need to jump in real fast oh, because, okay. because Keelan's trying to correct me. He said I should have said Austin and I. The sentence I said was a conversation between Austin and and me in that context me was the object of the preposition and i is for subjects okay when when it's an object it is me so i i did use it correctly yes Uh, while luke did use it correctly uh you know maybe uh keelan and luke are the only two people who give a damn in this (laughs) conversation about it but uh daryl also says where is zach at again zach is in dallas he will be back <clears throat> on Thursday, getting some work done with our A to Z Sports Dallas market. But uh, Luke, the Titans were getting a lot of work done yesterday. I think, you know, and what they did with free agency, three moves overall, uh, and none of them were exactly sexy. None of them were splashy. None of them were big money or anything like that. But I do think they addressed uh, a massive need, which is the continued reshuffling of the offensive line. And, I, you know, we were talking about this yesterday after our show is over at the Bone and Joint Institute. And if you went to A to Z sports.com yesterday, you saw that we reported uh, that A to Z sports heard that the Titans were interested in bringing back Ben Jones as the center of the Titans. But they were trying to figure out uh, what that situation was going to look like and how much they wanted to pay Ben Jones, who will be 33 years old when the season begins. And Luke, they did it. They yeah. paid Ben Jones, and Ben Jones is coming back for his seventh season as Titans center, under contract for his eighth as well. A two-year deal for $14 million uh, for Ben Jones to come in. Seven years with the Titans. He, this will be his crazy. 11th in the NFL after spending the first four of years of his career uh, as a Houston Texans. What was your inter- What was your reaction overall? I know you wrote about it at mm-hmm. a but what was your reaction overall to seeing the Titans uh, indeed bring back Ben Jones? I mean, first of all, I don't think it registered for me seven years. I certainly wrote in the article that he's been here since 2016. Yep. Seven years, man. It, it's been a long time. It has been. It, uh, it was the deal I think they had to make. Um, you know, as I talked about yesterday when we were at the Bone and Joint Clinic, I was sort of on the fence. I think it would have made sense either way, but with the money value that they were able to get on this contract, I think it, uh, it made a ton of sense. $7 million a year is very reasonable for Ben Jones because he's not a scrub, but he's also, you know, not that elite type of player. He's, he's somewhere in between. And whereas free agency is typically the time of year where we see guys who aren't in that elite caliber still getting 
the seven or, you know, a ton of money like we saw Christian Kirk get yesterday. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, seven million is reasonable. I sort of agree with Trey Wynn, maybe uh, even a little bit surprising there, that figure. But with the Titans able to reach that number, uh, you had to do that. So it makes a ton of sense with that money value. And now there will be one less hole to fill on the offensive line. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, as we reported uh, that the Titans were interested in Ben Jones, but you weren't sure what it was going to look like. And he made 6.25 in base salary uh, last season. And going into year, his, his year old 33 season, was he going to make more than that or less than that with a new contract? And obviously we don't know exactly how that the new two-year $14 million contract is split up with signing bonus and base salary. Is it something where they're tied to Ben Jones for two years or can they get out from under it uh, after next, after this upcoming season and basically be a one-year deal? Because thinking of Ben Jones being here for 33, 34, they're going to have to move on at some point from Ben Jones and get younger. However, I've always said this entire offseason how valuable I think it, I think it was to get Ben Jones back for the right number. And if you look at what Mitch Morse got, uh, in free agency, I mean, he got uh, there were centers getting well over ten million a year on average, yeah. and to get Ben Jones, who is a cerebral glue guy for this offense at just seven million a year on average, I think is uh, is very important for this team moving forward. And the overall goal for me to watch the Titans this offseason is to make Ryan Tannehill's life a little bit easier, mm-hmm. and Ben Jones being back absolutely does that. Uh, another offensive line signing that the Titans made yesterday was Jamarco Jones, who has been an offensive lineman the last few years uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. And Jamarco Jones gets a two-year deal, a little over $5 million. So it's not starter money, Luke, but I'm curious to see what they feel like about Jamarco Jones. And I guess we can lean on A to Z resident Ohio State fanboy and Big Ten Jeff, who has said, the Titans got Jamarco Jones from Ohio State. Uh, he's a good tackle, uh, is what Jeff Rubel said. But Jamarco Jones has only had seven starts in his career uh, in the NFL. He was a fifth-round pick back in 2018. But Jamarco Jones has played more snaps at left guard than he has anywhere else. But he has played snaps across the offensive line everywhere but the center position. So how do you feel about Jamarco Jones? And is he the Roger Saffold replacement at left guard, or is he something, or maybe a potential right tackle battle spot uh, with with uh, David Questenberry's future still up in the air? Yeah, I, I see him more than anything as probably Kendall Lamb 2.0, or or perhaps you say Dennis Kelly 3.0, because I I think he's a swing guy. I, I, maybe he's given a chance to compete somewhere. But I don't, I don't think they brought Jamarco Jones in to be a starter. Um, my, my hunch is still that we're going to see Dylan Radins either at left guard or right tackle. But um, the, the, even if you have Dylan Radins at left guard or right tackle, there's still one open spot, right? You are correct. However, I, I think there is a real chance that on opening day, this Titans offensive line is right to left for suspense. Right tackle Dylan Radins. Right guard, Nate Davis. Center, Ben Jones. Left tackle, Taylor Lewan. Left guard, Aaron Brewer. 
Oh, God. They cannot do that. No. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying I think it You're, can This happen. is Luke Worsham's prediction, right? You are predicting. I think there's a real chance of that. If if Aaron Brewer is starting day one on the offensive line, it's probably a stopgap for a rookie draft pick to take over, right? Perhaps. Like Jameel Douglas starting the first three or four games <laughs> of the season until Nate Davis unseated him, thank God. Because as we talked about yesterday, they have a rule against rookies playing at the beginning of the season. But no. And I, and I David Dandy just says, hell no. BK Titan on Twitch says, Brewer is terrible. No way in hell. Brewer is terrible. That. Guys, so Roger Saffold hardly made it through games last year. He played like half the game most of the season. You, you know who filled in and kept them afloat when that was happening? Aaron Brewer. Yeah. I don't Aaron think he's Brewer, great. Well, I'm just saying that the idea that he, oh, he sucks. He's, that's he's nonsense. not. He can't hold up as a starter, Luke. Like, I think Aaron Brewer is a solid backup interior offensive lineman. Now, I, they, I agree with your analysis. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. They can't do that. They have to. It, it, well, Aaron Brewer's not going to start. It's either going to be. Jamarco Jones and Dylan Radins over Aaron Brewer. I, I, I hope. I mean, they're paying Jamarco Jamarco Jones more than Aaron Brewer, so have him go out there and fight. If 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 Jamarco Jones's two positions that he's played the most at are left guard and right tackle, those are the two spots up for grabs. And if you're yeah. also trying to look at Dylan Radins as a potential left guard for how much they worked him at left guard. Uh, throughout training camp and some of the early part of the season, then you're going to have one of those two guys there. So as of right now, from left to right, it's probably Lawan, Jamarco, or Raidens, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and then the other of Raidens or Jamarco. And so I think that's that's more likely than Aaron Brewer. I think Aaron Brewer being your your first up interior offensive lineman off the bench to be able to play left guard, center, or right tackle the entire triangle. That's where you go. But I think, but I don't think they're done on the offensive oh, no, line no. because because just like we talked about, uh, you know, I, I look at the Jamarco Jones contract like the Kendall Lamb contract, which yeah. is a two year deal for a medium amount of money, small amount of money, just a little, you know, two and a half uh, around that uh, million per year to be a swing versatile piece for the offensive line. Now, like I said, I'm not advocating for Brewer. I just think that's a possibility. I do want to defend him from this because uh, this is a fact error. Uh, that was Jameel Douglas who had the terrible snap as a Wildcat center. No, Aaron Brewer has had some too. Aaron has Brewer, he really? Yeah, Aaron Brewer did it um, against the Jets. Like the one time Ben Jones went out. You were with me at Mill Creek. Yeah, Brewery, yeah, right? I remember. The one time that Ben Jones went out, it was a. Uh, it might have been a shotgun, not a Wildcat. Uh, but yeah, there have been situations where Aaron Brewer has uh, has had bad snaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, he's not a what's his name the the uh, Munyer Daniel Munyer. He's not much better at snapping either. But yeah, no, there was a time in 2020 with Arthur Smith where Aaron Brewer was in, and they had they went a wildcat snap on the first snap in the goal line, and he snapped it over Derrick Henry's head. Yeah, there's. Aaron Brewer has had bad snaps in really bad situations. Most of the time, uh, they have been in the red zone. Yeah. Apology for uh, to, to Lucas. Clearly, I was wrong there. I was misremembering that. Um, 
But I, I, I think it's silly to have this conversation anyway because I think you're right. They're they're probably not done. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I do think we should mention as we talk about this offensive line that they made the decision to not tender restricted free agent David Quesenberry, making him an unrestricted free agent. That's a that's big news because David Quesenberry was the starter all last season. They could have gotten him back for relatively nothing as a restricted free agent. Or, you know, the whole draft pick compensation, which, you know, no one's going to give up a draft pick for David Quesenberry. No. But but they have made the decision, it appears, to go in another direction. Well, and, and I, I want to address that because I actually have uh, a thought that maybe the Titans could do instead of that. So we'll, we'll react to that. Also talk about the decision that we believe has been not made about Taylor one okay. and we'll get you guys more involved in the comment section and ask you a question here in a second. How would you rate the Titans day one of free agency? Cause we still haven't gotten to the one thing that's made everybody scratch their heads uh, that, that we definitely have to unload on uh, for sure. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org in Franklin. Luke and I were there yesterday uh, in their boardroom discussing uh, leading into day one of free agency and the Bone and Joint Institute, they got you governed. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And when I say region, I mean the entire region of Middle Tennessee, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama. If you have a joint injury that you need to be have taken care of, the best place to go is the Bone and Joint Institute if you are within driving distance. They've got uh, over a dozen doctors there at their main campus in Franklin that specialize in any type of joint injury you have. Luke saw it for the first time yesterday. State of the art facility. You didn't even like see. I said, it was like it was like walking into a Marriott or something. You didn't even see the rehab facility, man. Like that, that place is sick. Like you can go in there and get right. Make sure you don't fumble in your recovery. Boneandjointtn.org. And our friends at BetMGM have a great deal going on for you as well right now. If you head to their website or download their app. Bet MGM and use the promo code A to Z Sports. Actually, not the promo code A to Z Sports. I'm going to correct myself there. The promo code A to Z 200, A T O Z 200. You can turn a $10 money line wager on the tournament into $200 if either college team you bet on that game hits a three. It's a great deal, and you're not going to find a better one anywhere else. And that is because BetMGM is the king of sports books. Yep. Big week this week for A to Z Sports and BetMGM with the tournament getting started technically uh, tonight in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Luke Warsham in for Zach Bingham. So we're about to get to your opinions on uh, the first day of free agency for uh, the Titans. But a couple things I wanted to mention. Yeah. Uh, David Questenberry. They did not tender David Questenberry. Mm-hmm. Tendering him would have created a one million uh, a one-year deal worth over two million dollars. So they did not choose to do that because a one-year deal means all of that cap hit goes on this year. And I don't think they believe that David Questenberry is a two plus million dollar type of player. So maybe the best thing to do is to not tender him, let him test free agency, see if you can maybe sign David Questenberry for a cheaper deal across two years to make it more cap friendly for you. That would make sense for me uh, if I were the Tennessee Titans dealing with Questenberry. I don't know why they would be interested as in David Questenberry as anything other than a backup. 
And I don't really want to pay a backup. When I just got this Jamarco Jones guy, I don't want to pay a backup two, three million dollars. One year, two years, dead years, you know. <laughs> that sounds like the uh the you know that that Tannehill meme where it's like you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um smoking the cigarette. Yeah, yeah. David Quesenberry gave up the most sacks in the NFL last year. The most. More than anybody. No offensive lineman gave up more sacks than David Quesenberry. And to then turn around when his contract is up and say, yes, please, we want more of that, would be patently ridiculous. And I keep seeing these tweets. Well, you know, David Quesenberry is a a good run blocker. Get out of here with that. You just don't believe it? I, I Sure, maybe he's a good run blocker. You know, I'm not breaking down the offensive line tapes. I don't care how good you are at run blocking if you're giving up 11 sacks. Yeah, it, it was definitely a struggle. So, again, I'm not saying that they're going to, but it, it did not make financial sense to tender David Questenberry. It makes more sense to potentially let him go uh, to test the market and then bring him back on a multi-year deal to make him cheaper than that than what the tender would create. So the other guy is Taylor Lewan. It seems like the Titans have made their decision that they obviously chose Roger Saffold to go, Lewan to stay. And so I believe that was the correct decision. A lot harder to replace Taylor Lewan than it would be to, re- to replace Roger Saffold. And so it seems like Lewan is back for another year in Nashville. Yeah, I, I think I would be shocked at this point. Granted, Last year, the Dennis Kelly Adoree Jackson cuts were made on day two or three of this. So hold your horses. Yeah, but, but, I, but yeah, you no, would I, think, I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah, just but saying it would it's be, not over yet entirely. I don't think they, but we've talked about this, not necessarily me and you, Luke, but A to Z has talked about this a lot over the last you know several months since the Titans lost to the Bengals, is that they had to bring back two of the three of Lawan Saffold and Ben Jones. And that's what they've done. They got rid of yeah. Saffold who goes to the bills. So by the way, Chris Broussard gets a little bit closer to being right. There's a little bit closer to being right. Maybe it's not Lawan who is out for Deion Dawkins, but Saffold uh, who is right there. Pro bowl left guard. Could it be? I'll never forget <laughs> that. So, okay. Let's ask everybody this question, Luke, how would you rate the Titans first day of free agency? One through 10. Because we what we haven't mentioned now, 21 and a half minutes into the show, is the head scratcher of Jeff Swain. The first deal that was announced (laughs) by the Titans in free agency was the Titans are bringing back tight end Jeff Swain to a one-year contract. Then it came out after I joked about the season ticket phones ringing off the hooks uh, in the <laughs> that, offices. That got me. That got yeah, me I mean, good Lord. Like, let's fire up the cannons, right? <laughs> Bring back Jeff Swain, tied in number one for three and a half million dollars. Three and a half million dollars. This As comes the- a day after Austin. We're sitting at the Bone and Joint Clinic and I say, what about OJ Howard at 2.8? You said, nah, that's, that's too much. <sighs> Ugh. So as Jeff the, Swain gets uh, three quarters of a million more than that. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous from Jeff Swain. To, like, w- 
I, I saw a great Who? tweet yesterday. It said uh, uh, Jeff Swain's agent is going to put on his like the top of his LinkedIn page. It's going to be the guy that got Jeff Swain three and a half million dollars. Who do the Titans think they were bidding against? That's that was what I thought. I, for, well, actually, I did think, man, that agent pulled a deal. And then I was thinking, who was out there driving up the Jeff Swain price? Yeah, nobody. Timmy, what role? What 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 original role? Original role, which was tight end number three, for three and a half million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Timmy. He but he's being paid three and a half. He, Timmy continues says. Uh, he's not a starting tight end, but he's a damn good role player in his damn good player in his role. No, okay, so, so gonna... let me let me dispel a myth about Jeff Swain because everyone thinks that because he's slow, white, and not good at catching the football, that he must be a good blocker. He's not. That's the thing here is people keep convincing themselves that well, he's a good player in the run game, even though he's really slow and he rarely gets open. He's a good blocker. No, he's not. I can't tell you how many times last season a one play either blew up or, or went nowhere because Jeff Swaim did not execute his responsibility. Jeff Swaim is not a good run blocker. He's very slow. Perhaps he's he's a smart player so he can like, you know, read a zone and find the open spot. But he, the idea that he is mysteriously good at something in the ether that we are all just not wise enough to understand is nonsense. Yeah, he has been very underwhelming. And and that, like somebody just mentioned in the chat, uh, said to be Donnie, to be fair, Austin uh, has no idea if anyone else wanted Jeff Swain, unless you have inside info. Like, I, my, my info is watching Jeff Swain the last two years and think that there is no way in hell any NFL team would want to pay him three and a half million dollars to cut for one year to come in and do this. Now, here's where I agree with Trey. He says it's the same old. He does what we ask and they give him three and a half million dollars. It is a comfort signing for the Titans. That's, that is what I believe this to be. The Titans still have a significant hole at the tight end position because Jeff Swain solves nothing. Why could they, here's what they should have done. Like, do you think that, uh, uh, Briley Moore is better than Jeff Swain? Didn't he tear his ACL like in, Mini camp, yeah. So I have no, I can't say that. I have no idea. Okay, my my point is, but beyond that, that was a bit of a non sequitur. So <laughs> CJ Uzama, who we talked about yesterday, got three years, twenty four million dollars from the Jets. Why couldn't they have taken that three million dollars and put it toward an AAV of eight for CJ Uzama or a backloaded CJ Uzama contract? Or heck, not you know who cares about Uzama and, and you know these other tight ends that are out there. Uh, we talked about Tyler Conklin yesterday. Why couldn't they have gone out and done that? that that's what doesn't make so much sense to me. It's not so much because you mentioned it is a comfort signing. It's a guy you know, uh, you know, you know, you're not getting very much, but at, at least you know. But my thing is just put 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 that money towards something better. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yanks, Yanks, he's a swain, eighth year in the league, 242 yards career high for a season. He must have dirt on Robinson. No, like, I, like he just, he is what he is. And it, look, it's not all about 
receiving yards for this Titans tight end. It's but again, he's not them block either. That's yeah, the thing. It's, and uh, Dago says it's three million. Chill out. No, it's three and a half million over one year for Jeff Swain in a year the Titans are in a really tight situation, and they still need a tight end. They still need a wide receiver. I think they still need uh, another offensive lineman. And so, all right. So, Luke, if you were to rate the Titans' first day of free agency, what would your grade be? What would your 1 through 10 be? Not your grade, your 1 through 10. Mm, my 1 through 10 grade for the first day of Titans' free agency would be a 7. I would have gone higher because, like, you know, I feel like typically, and I, I saw one or one or two times in a comment, but I feel like typically when the Titans don't really do anything on day one of free agency – you know, freak out mode ensues. Uh, I didn't really see any of that. And I think that's, it's the correct reaction. Um, I, uh, I, I look, they don't have a whole lot of money and I, and I don't think that they were ever going to be terribly aggressive and they're going to make some moves. Like, you know, this, this isn't over. They're going to bring in a couple players, probably a starter, but I, I just don't think that, it was reasonable to expect aggression. And, hey, they got Ben Jones. They got a swing tackle that's probably going to be better than Kendall Lamb. Right, Chris? Nailed it. Glad you got Ben Jones back. And also, we have to keep in mind, like, Real Deal 3000 brings up. They got Harold Landry back, too. So, uh, that plays into this I, as well. I think, I think he's saying would rather get Jarvis Landry in response to Juju uh, comment. So, oh, well, yeah. So, that's, that's, that's the problem with not doing full names in, in well, chat comments. I, do, but, I don't agree with that. No, no, I, no, I think you, I think you have to, <laughs> I think you have to put Harold Landry into the equation because giving Harold Landry that contract did limit you and what you can go bring in from yeah. outside. And I thought it was a very interesting and important um, move to bring back Ben Jones for the offensive line continuity when you're going to have a few places, uh, a few spots reshuffle on that offensive line. And Dustin says Swain's cap hit isn't a full three and a half mil, right? No, that's the thing is that he's a one year deal. Where else is that? I mean, and, and that's my, I'm holding out hope because the Titans did this with Jayon Brown last year. I'm holding out hope that they add voidable years at the end of Jeff Swaim just to make it like pennies instead of three and a half mil for one year for Jeff Swaim, who I don't even know if is a lock to make the roster, depending on how the tight end position uh, rounds out into form. Like they gave, what was the, what was Josh Reynolds contract last year? Like 1.7 was it like $2 million. It was, a, it was two or three. Cause I remember talking about it in a, uh... Uh, during training camp when it's like, well, they, they could move on from this guy. Okay. And or, why you look, Josh why you Reynolds, one, uh, 1.75. Yes, yeah, so I was right. So they, they're paying, they're paying Jeff Swain twice as much as they paid Josh Reynolds last year. Think about that. Twice as much. And Orlando says it's 3.4 mil. He has to earn another 100K workout bonus. Well, you bet your ass Jeff Swain's earning that. That's what Jeff Swain does, go, does great. What is a workout, workout bonus? It means that you hit your voluntary workout numbers is they want you there uh, to be able to, you know, make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do in the off season. Okay. It's, 
It's yeah, but anyway. Um, any chance the Titans get Allen Robinson? No, you can't afford Allen Robinson. There's no way you can afford Allen Robinson. Why is Janoris Jenkins still here? That's Good a great question, question, Ducky. I have no idea why Janoris Jenkins has not been cut yet because the Titans absolutely should move on uh, from Jack Rabbit Janoris Jenkins because that contract was set up to be easy to move on from, so they can so they can really uh, help out themselves by creating more cap space by moving on from Jenkins. I believe he would save like around six and a half to $7 million if they cut him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there was some crazy stuff happening in the AFC South yesterday with the Jags spending over a hundred million dollars in guarantees, <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson updates and the Colts shooting their shot. Uh, but so we'll have Luke tell us all about how the AFC South Proved its desperation yesterday outside of the Titans. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Go check them out in Lebanon or at their website, like I mentioned, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And make them a part of your car buying process. Definitely do that because it is hard to buy a new car right now. It's tough out there. It's hard in those streets. But Wilson County Hyundai is someone you can absolutely trust because Payne Bone and his team do a great job for you and your family, your situation, your financials, whatever it may be. And again, you can trust them out in Lebanon off I-40 East, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And again, our friends at BetMGM have a great deal going on for you right now. If you head to their app and use the promo code A to Z200, not the one on the screen, A to Z200, you can put a $10 money line wager on a college tournament game, and that $10 becomes $200 when either of the teams in the game hits a three. All right, A to Z Sports, tell us, Luke, how the AFC South is proving its desperation on the first day of free agency, which was yesterday. Which team do you want to start with? And whatever team you want to start with, I don't okay. care. Well, then we will start with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars because the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, just went berserk yesterday in free agency. It felt like. so. I've got alerts on for Ari Myrov, who aggregates mm-hmm. Schefter and Rappaport, that it felt like the phone just constantly buzzed, and every time I looked, I was like, "The Jags, they get the Jags, the Jags." So let's take a look at what the Jags did yesterday because it was a lot. They didn't franchise tag Cam Robinson yesterday, but they did that a while back. Yeah. So they franchise tag Cam Robinson. They signed Brandon Scherf, and I think we do have money on that now. Austin, you be our crack research yeah, I'll, team. I'll See check if we it. have a, yeah. a Brandon and Scherf money value. They signed defensive lineman Fularunzo Fatusaki. I felt like I was going to say a curse word while I was pronouncing <laughs> his name. Uh, wide receiver Christian Kirk is obviously the big one. We'll get to that more in a second. Evan Ingram, one year, $9 million. Zay Jones, three years, $24 million. And linebacker, oh dear. <laughs> Any help here? How do we say that? Uh, no, you're on your own there. Foyesade Oluokun. Maybe that's about right. So, so that's a look at what the Jags did yesterday and we will uh we'll, we'll pull that back up in a minute but you know as you look at what the Jags did overall I think the number that stands out is that Christian Kirk value because Christian Kirk at three years 72 million dollars that is an annual average value of uh hold up I gotta do some long division here 24 million dollars a year 
for Christian Kirk, making him the third highest paid receiver in the NFL. Behind, are you ready, DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. That's that doesn't that doesn't take into account. Well, look, uh, Devontae Adams on the, on the tag will be paid higher. I'm just reading what I saw. Julio Jones is not the second highest paid receiver in the league. That's what I saw on Twitter yesterday. There's no, no, no there's no way he's not being paid that much. I mean, you want cap hit or what or yearly cash? I, I think vagueness might be our friend with this. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, highest paid wide receivers annually. So, DeAndre Hopkins is making $27.25 million this year. Julio Jones is making 22 Christian Kirk, 21 or 23 or whatever the value is. Devontae Adams will be making 20.1. Keenan Allen, 20.02. Julio Jones is number two. I'm, I'm pulling this up. I've seen that multiple places now. Julio Jones is making a base salary of $11.5 million. He got restructured. He got. He so, got so he this got, is based on annual average value of the contract. Yeah, that's not what he's making. Eleven and a half this year. His dead cap is thirteen point two. His cap hit is fourteen point three. The Titans restructured the deal last year, so he's he got uh, a he got a signing bonus of eleven million dollars last year, and only paid on a base salary of one point three. That is just factually incorrect. Whoever you got that from, that Julio Jones is making $22 million this upcoming season. No, 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 no. It's annual average value of the contract. That's what that number is. Yeah, when he signed a three-year deal for $66 million, and what year was that? Yeah, 22 each. That was so long ago. Like, he's been traded and restructured since then. So it's just outdated information. (laughs) It's just so outdated. He's been traded and restructured. It's just not true anymore. Well, it's a fun stat to think about. <laughs> but the point taken that Christian Kirk is not worth that much money. No. Yeah, I, I think uh, Jameson nails it. The Jags are spending like drunken sailors again. All of this to say and all of the oh, crazy and, and, moves uh, they made. I do have the Brandon Scherf uh, contract. Okay. Ready for it? Uh, yes. Three years worth up to $52.5 million. That's 30 Fully guaranteed. So three years minimum for $30 million fully guaranteed. So it's uh it's a lot. It's an AAV of 17.3. Yeah, that's a lot of money. They have it to spend, and I think this just proves their desperation. This happens like every year with the Jaguars, right? They go out and they make these stupid signings like Andrew Norwell a few years back, and and they it, it, it never works. It, it never works. And it's probably not going to work this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thank and, and two things. Yes. Monsoon is right. The Julio Jones second highest paid receiver in the league is absolute clickbait. And Dom's right. It came from a source from one source. It keeps getting aggregated. That's fake news for you. That uh, like, that's, that's what happens. And that's just not the situation anymore. When he signed the deal, Four years ago, sure it was, but that's not the deal that he's operating on uh, right now. And then, uh, and then I, I I tweeted this too. Bobby's right. AJ Brown and he AJ tweeted it. He knows what's happening. He yeah. had that Ti gif of just like, okay, uh, how much is AJ Brown worth if Christian Kirk is worth all that stuff? 
the Titans are screwed. I mean, AJ <laughs> AJ Brown is certainly the the best receiver on his team, and he's teammates with the second highest paid wide receiver oh, in the on. NFL. Come on, get, you got you got you got to quit. That. All right, so the Jags <laughs> were the first team that yeah. proved their desperation by going and spending over a hundred million dollars of guaranteed money yesterday alone. Luke, who is uh, who's next on your list? Yeah, next up is the Indianapolis Colts, the old horseshoes, and this one this one made me giggle because. I, I saw this tweet from Adam Schefter that the Indianapolis Colts reached out to Houston and inquired about the possibility of meeting with Deshaun Watson and then potentially trading for him. Like, this is certainly going to end up on the tuck tonight with the laughing at the Colts segment, you would think. Probably. Look, the problem here is not wanting to trade for Deshaun Watson. Of course, if you don't have a quarterback, you want to trade for Deshaun Watson. The problem here is it's just the latest step in their grasping at straws at the quarterback position. They have done practically nothing wise to replace Andrew Luck since he retired. Phillip Rivers was a Band-Aid, albeit a fine one. I don't, I don't necessarily mind that. The Carson Wentz trade was stupid, and we knew it from moment one. The most turnover-prone quarterback in the NFL, they gave up a first-round draft pick for him. And now they're they're screwed because they had to trade Carson Wentz because they didn't want him around anymore. Because he, the but that, it, was, it was the right decision to move on from Carson Wentz. Yes, yes. Bite that bullet. Move on. Uh, but but now they're they're in a position where they don't so, have a quarterback. So what's the why? Why is it bad for them to ask about Deshaun Watson? It's desperate. It it proves just how desperate they are. I mean, for a quarterback, how you ask? Well, how, how are they going to trade? What are they going to trade for him? They don't have anything. They, tra- they, no, they I, I get that, but like, yeah, you ask. You know, the worst thing is no. Yeah, it's it's. I, what's perhaps, wrong with asking? Perhaps it would have been closer to desperation if they were trying to trade for like a Teddy Bridgewater type, maybe, you know. But it, you it shoot, just struck me as shoot oh, your these shot. guys are See what screwed. happens. I mean, it's like I they they would be dumb for not asking. If yeah. if if Deshaun Watson is going to be traded, and the Colts need a quarterback because they look two wrongs don't make a right. But that's where the Colts are right here. They're in, they're in a bad situation with their quarterback, but they did move on from a bad decision in Carson Wentz. And mm-hmm. so you have to go ask. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You'd be dumb not to. Now, yeah. if people are going to laugh at you for it, because obviously he's not going to, Deshaun Watson's not going to be traded within the division. I had somebody DM me last week said, hey, I heard the Titans are in play for Deshaun Watson. Like where and why? And no. Because the, the, the Texans are never going to trade Deshaun Watson inside the AFC South. They would prefer not yeah. to do it inside the AFC. Yeah. Mm. So it's like they should ask for Deshaun Watson. They'd be <laughs> dumb not to because you never know. You, you never get what you don't ask for, Luke. Just think about it. it how, how many times, and everybody watching the show right now who has a job, how many times have you gotten a raise without asking for a raise? Never. Exactly. <laughs> How many times you just get something that you want without asking for it? Okay, sure. You ask for it. And if you don't get it, then at least you ask for it. Mm. What about this is something 
I want so badly is Marcus Mariota on the Colts. You know how much fun that would be? Fun for us, yes. Yes, exactly. Not for them. Goodness. It would it would be really dumb. All right, so I'm going to uh, shift gears because we were going to ask who is more desperate or who's in the worst situation between okay. the Colts and the Jags. I think the Jags are in a worse situation. Actually, I don't know. What do you think? That's why I had the idea to ask the question because I think it's debatable. Okay. So we will ask the question. I, I I correct myself. So we will ask the question: Who is in a worse situation uh, right now? Is it the Jags or is it the Colts? Because the Jags just went out and bought a bunch of players, and the Colts still don't have a quarterback. Now it's early still, but who is in a worse situation? The Jags or the Colts? Real quick, let me tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. I just talked about it. You know, you don't get what you don't ask for. You don't save money on your health coverage by not asking for it. You don't save health money. Uh, you don't save money on your health coverage by sticking with your current plan, but you can save on your coverage by going to Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. There's a lot of different ways you can go check out Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can call them, go to the website, walk in, one of their 200-plus locations across the state. Zach did it via Zoom. Jack Gentry did it via walking in the Franklin location. You can do it. Save money on your coverage. Get better coverage and have better service with Farm Bureau Health Plans. And after you do that, you can download the BetMGM app. You can use the promo code A to Z200. That's A-T-O-Z-2-0-0. And when you do that, a $10 money line bet on a college tournament game becomes $200 if either team in the game hits a three. Yep, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification, eligible requirements, rewards issued, and knowledge trouble free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Luke, the question is, who is in the worst place? The Jags or the Colts? The Jags go and spend a bunch of money on a boatload of players, but the uh, Colts are sitting here with no quarterback, who is in the worst spot in your opinion? I'm going to agree with Dylan, okay. who has a great comment. Okay, The Colts, they've got no quarterback. They've got weak draft capital, limited options. At least the Jaguars have hope with Lawrence and the toys they just overpaid for. And the new that, head coach. Yeah, that's kind of where I am on this because the Colts strike me as a team that is heading for a regime change. Because, you know, Chris Ballard was the the golden child for a while, and now people are realizing that he's done an average job without a quarterback. And when you do an average job without a quarterback, you get fired. That's just sort of he's how that works. He's done an average job or below average job at the quarterback position. He's no, done he a really, he's done a he really good job elsewhere. I disagree with that. I think he's been average. Okay. I, I think he's been average across the board because when you look at their roster – they have a few blue chip players: DeForest Buckner, uh, Jonathan Taylor, of course. Um, I like Darius Michael Pittman. Leonard. Darius Leonard's a beast. They, they've got some good players. Well, I just named three: Kenny Moore. I, I think Braden Braden Smith's a good player. Kenny Moore's a good player. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. I mean, they've got Mo Ali Cox. He's a good player. Mm. He's a good player. He's all right. He's better than the Titans have had the last couple of years. Well, sure. But Mo Mo Ali Cox is a, is a good player. He is. Yeah. I just don't think they're very they, they They've done a lot with, they've actually done a pretty decent job with Zach Pascal. 
I mean, he's not a good player, yeah. but he, but he's but they have elevated him. They've developed him into something. He was a practice squad guy who couldn't crack it with the Titans, but they developed him into something where they could play him every year. Every who are their weapons year. on offense? They don't have enough. They definitely need more. Uh, Michael Pittman and T.Y. Hilton couldn't stay healthy, which hurt him. T.Y. Hilton's also geriatric. But I also, but like Chris Ballard did well three years ago, and yes, then and in, that's the in, problem Andrew, here is he's right, done nothing and then, since. And, also. The team with the most cap space in the NFL, and they're not going to do anything with it yet again. They are going to sit on their hands and say, "Well, we and draft that, and we home grow." But at some point, they're going to have to. Like you've got to spend a certain. There is a cap floor that you have to hit. That's and what I'm co- saying. They don't. They don't make moves. But they, they have to now. There. And but and and now they got to go spend money on a quarterback. Because they traded for one, and Carson Wentz is now gone, so they're not going to draft the quarterback. So they have to go trade for or sign somebody who is going. And but they have the cap space to do so. So my my follow up question on the quarterback thing is who? Like like let me ask you this, and and chat. Feel free to chime in too. Like who do we think is their quarterback in twenty twenty three? Day one, I, Jimmy Garoppolo is still an option. That can still happen. The Niners are still in flux with their quarterback situation. And Jimmy Garoppolo is an upgrade over Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, you're going to laugh at me, but Jameis Winston is is something, right? He could at least put some air into the offense. I don't think Marcus Mariota is an option. The guy can't stay healthy. I think they can make it to the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that's that's if, if they get Jimmy Garoppolo, then you're okay. I don't think Winston is an upgrade. I don't think Mariota is an upgrade. Mariota can't stay healthy. The the Raiders I, tried to use Mariota yeah, as a, as the uh, you know as your secondary sports car that you bring out on sunshine days <laughs> in the summer, and then he just kept breaking down. There's now Sam. You could have an outcast from one of these places that Deshaun Watson goes to. Like does Sam Darnold become available? Uh, and, and I, I'm just, I'm just throwing out. Other- I, I know, but I'm just, I'm just shaking my head for them because that's not an upgrade. Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. Pick your poison. Who cares? But Carson Wentz obviously is a lot more expensive, and Carson Wentz seems like he is uh, always a cancer with uh, what he's been doing in the Philadelphia and Indianapolis locker rooms the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and so Louis says, uh, Louis L. Tremaine, uh, L. Train says uh, Jimmy G gets hurt a lot too. I mean, he like tore his ACL. Like that's again, like I, I don't think anybody's injury prone if they tear their ACL. That's just something that happens. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and then he, what broke his thumb on a helmet. Is that what it was in the, in one of those playoffs in the game against the Titans? I think he late in the season, he yeah, broke his, it was against the Titans and he kept playing. Yeah. And so look, he played through a broken thumb and look, that's some, also something that just freakishly happens mm-hmm. is, is, you know, something that goes on there. So look, I think the Jags are still the Jags until I see it. Otherwise the Jags are still having to climb out of the AFC South pit. And so Luke, my, my answer is the Jags are still in a worse spot because they don't know what Trevor Lawrence really is yet. The Colts at least have a veteran roster that can win games and, yeah. Carson Wentz hurt them last year at times, but they were able to win in spite of Carson Wentz making bonehead decisions. Well, and Lawrence was awful. 
last year, objectively. I know there wasn't much support, but he he was real bad. I will, if they get Jimmy Garoppolo, they're certainly in a better position. Any of these other guys, though, Mariota, Winston, Darnold, I still think Jacksonville's better. Say it one more time. I said if they get Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm on board. But any of these other guys, Winston, okay. Mariota, Sam Darnold, I, I still think Jacksonville would be in a better spot. Gotcha. For some reason, I had a hard time processing that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to save, Luke, a conversation about the wide receivers for tomorrow. Okay. And I'll be here tomorrow. So I've seen so many comments about Juju. And the Titans. Yeah. I saw yeah. the, you know, I think Adam Holt wrote at our website yesterday the betting odds for Juju to go somewhere other than Pittsburgh. And the Titans were the number one uh, mm-hmm. non Pittsburgh team on that list. So we will talk about that tomorrow and hang on uh, to that topic for the next day. So it is now time, Luke, for Tuesday sports trivia. And Woo-hoo. we need all the help we can get. All the help we can get with this, but real quick, let me tell you guys about uh, Renters Warehouse Nashville, RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply find out how much uh, you can, how much your home can rent for by going to RentersWarehouse.com to create extra cash flow for you and your family. Long-term equity means long-term wealth at RentersWarehouse.com. And head to BetMGM, download their app, use the promo code A to Z two hundred. Put a $10 money line bet on any college tournament game, and that $10 becomes $200 when either team hits a three. All right, it is time for Tuesday Sports Brought to you by BrentwoodImprint.com, your brand on anything. Tuesday Sports Trivia and BrentwoodImprint.com in week three of this sponsorship. And you guys have taken to it. If you want to have your company that you work for or the company or brand that you own and represent, want to upgrade that, make sure you go to BrentwoodImprint.com. If you're going to have gear, if you're going to have swag, whether it's hoodies, t-shirts, Tervises, all types of cups, mugs, pens, whatever it might be, whatever you need, BrentwoodImprint.com has it. And locally owned and operated by our guy, Charles. Uh, so go check them out. If you're going to go get gear, do it local. Don't go big corporate countrywide business. Go local with BrentwoodImprint.com. So Luke, we are riding the struggle bus uh, in in um, in trivia. We are only 22 of 40. So barely over 500 mm-hmm. uh, in our trivia the last four weeks. So we will have seven uh, sports questions, three non-sports questions. So here we go. First one. Uh, as I scroll through, see, I'm doing Zach's um, job here, which is harder for me to do. But which sportswear brand ended it's 10-year association with the NFL in the year 2000. In the year which, 2000? 2000? I'm sorry, 2011. Oh, 2011, which, I know the answer. Which sportswear brand in its 10-year association with the NFL in 2011? You know the answer? Reebok. Reebok. I, I also know uh, and believe that it's Reebok. So your job, Luke, is to confirm, and if you know it, and if we're going with it, you say final A to Z, right? Yeah, I'm seeing lots of Reebok in the chat. Jabu, um, they're coming in so fast. I can't even click on them. Scott, Chris, 
don't kill John Trey. Everybody says Reebok. So I think that's what we have to go with. All right, Reebok, the answer is Reebok. We are 1-0. So, Luke, it's your job to keep up with our record, too, uh, okay. as, as we go in. All right, 1-0. So, yes. <clears throat> what? And this is all NFL. What team uh, had the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office invalidate some of their trademark protections in 2014? What NFL team had the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office invalidate some of their trademark protections in 2014. I don't think I know. I don't this. remember that. But my initial gut, Luke, is Washington. Yeah, that was mine too. Because anything related to dysfunction organizationally, that's the direction that you go in. But I don't know if that's it. Because why would they? In 2000, well, like that was way before any of the change stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, why would anybody have this happen to them? Like, what? What would be the reasoning? I don't know, but do we want to go with Washington because that's what it looks like the chat's doing? Yeah, we will go with the Commanders franchise. We gotta lock it in. Final A to Z. We are correct. It is the Washington so uh, dysfunction. Uh, there too. All right, uh, we are two and zero. Oh as I'm trying to, okay, here's one. Um, it, it's hard for me to sift through these questions because sometimes I know the answer. Like I just looked at like what team hired Matt Nagy as their head coach. Like obviously that's the bears. So we're not going to ask that, but all right. So uh, who was named AP coach of the year for the 2014 NFL season? Okay. 24- coach of the year, 2014 NFL season. Oh man. So 2014, I'm trying to figure out who played in the Super Bowl that year and go, go backwards from that. So 2012 Super Bowl is uh, uh, Giants-Patriots. 2013, Ravens-49ers. 2014 would have been Seahawks-Broncos. Yeah, that sounds right. So Gary Kubiak? No, that was John Fox still in Denver. Ron Rivera? No, I don't even – he wouldn't have peaked by that point. Ron Rivera would have been the next year because then that's the Broncos and Panthers played the following year, right? Two years later. Because then the year after that was Seattle, New England, Malcolm Butler. Okay. Um, It's not Bruce Arians. He was 2012. Actually, Bruce Arians won coach of the year with the Cardinals at one point. But I think that was too early. I think 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 Arians won it in 2012. 16 again. All right. You're going to go. What's the chat saying, Luke? Let's rely on the people. This is the 2014 season. Brandon says, yes, it's Rivera. Dustin says, yes, it's Arians. It's the 2014 Uh, season. So Caldwell has never won coach of the year. Um, Chuck Pagano has never won coach of the year. Okay. Now we're just getting jokey answers in the chat. Bruce Arians won it the year that Chuck Pagano had cancer guys. Pete Carroll is what I keep seeing. I just, I, I think I it's Ron Rivera. I think it's Ron Rivera for the Panthers in 2014. Well, Cam was MVP in 2015. No, right? 2016, because that was the year that they went to the Super Bowl. No. Hold up. 2014 so season. I, I was a year behind. Yes. 20, so 2014. Was Patriots 
Malcolm Butler. We, all right, we got we to gotta answer something. <laughs> we we well, got to get out of here at some point. What's the most popular answer in the chat? Uh, 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 Riverboat Ron. All right, so we're going with Ron Rivera, final yeah. I'm just executive. Bruce Arians <laughs> is the correct answer, so we missed it. So we're now two and one, is that right? Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Who was the uh, second overall pick in the 2017 NFL draft? 2017 NFL draft second overall pick. Okay, that was uh, 20, hmm, 2017. Who did the Titans take that year? Corey Davis. Corey Davis. So that would have been Miles Garrett number one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is fun. I like this. It's Mitch Trubisky. That's right. It was Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, final answer. Exactly. That's what Alvin so, thinks. Lock it in. Final A to Z. Three and one. Okay. Who is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, uh, Tony Romo's backup in 2012? Tony Romo's backup in Dallas in 2012. I want to say Kyle Orton. Is that, you feel confident about that? I, I feel fairly confident about that. All right. Uh, does anybody have another guess other than Kyle Orton for Romo's backup in 2012? Or is that Brandon Whedon? Was Brandon, now, Brandon Whedon, Whedon was drafted in 2012. By the Browns, right? So yeah. it couldn't have been Brandon Whedon. That's right. You're right. It's not Andy Dalton. Kyle Orton. I'm fairly certain it was Kyle Orton. Okay. You want to lock it in then? Final A to Z. Answer is Kyle Orton. Okay. So now we are four and one. Is that right? Yes. All right. I, I love this. Out. I like the NFL trivia because I don't know anything about basketball. <laughs> yes. I got So I got to keep scrolling. Mm. Um. This is vague, but we'll go with it. Who was fined more than $13,000 for his touchdown celebration in a Monday night game? Who was fined more than $13,000 for his touchdown celebration in a Monday night game? I do not have a year on it. Uh, it's just somebody was fined a lot of money for a touchdown celebration. Did, did, what, did he like actually moon people? Like took it a step beyond Randy Moss? Uh, Randy Moss, I would, that was called by Joe Buck. So oh, yeah. Monday night. Disgusting act. No, what I'm saying is it's 13,000 or 13 million. 13,000. Okay. <laughs> 13,000. <000. laughs> uh, Chad Ochocinco, maybe I'm seeing. T.O. Those Tier- seem like fair options there. I think T.O. sounds right. Let's go to the ter- ter- uh, Terrell. Or Owens. Joe Horn. T.O. or Joe Horn. I would go T.O. or Chapsosinko would be number two for me. So I, I think T.O. Okay. We're going to go T. Are you going to lock it in? Final A to Z. Terrell Owens? Yes. No, we were not even close. Who was it? Marcus Peters. What did he do? I don't know. They had a touchdown celebration. All right. <clears throat> okay. A lot of 2011 uh questions here oh he grabbed his crotch oh mm-hmm. du, 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 du. <clears throat> sorry i'm trying to find more some of these are so easy <laughs> like 
Okay. For how many NFL regular season games in 2005 was Ricky Williams suspended for? How many games was Ricky Williams suspended in 2005 for his... uh, Eight eight feels like a good even number. Eight does feel like a good number. What are we, five and one or four and one? Five. No, four and two. Four and two. That's right, because we didn't... This is our last uh, sports question. Are we going off topic now? We're going, yeah, non-sport. We go non-sports for the last three. Oh, okay. I think eight eight seems right to me. We're getting a lot of six. I'm, yeah, I'm seeing a few eights in the chat. Scott says eight. Uh, Orlando says eight. So I think we can lock in eight. Eight is final A to Z. Okay, Luke locked it in. The answer is four games. <clears throat> four and three. Four and three. So now we flip over to our non-sports uh, questions. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know the answers to like any of these. So <laughs> these are entertainment. What actress played the bride in the Kill Bill movies? This could be the easiest answer. I have no idea. I have no clue. But uh, but it to me it's hard. It's labeled easy, but I have no clue. I don't watch movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So, uh, what actress played the bride in the Kill Bill movies? So this is one hundred percent on the chat. Uma, Tom, Uma, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Okay. <laughs> That's coming so up. Obviously, this, this was easy for everybody else because we got that right. All right, we needed that one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm in a bunch of okay, here we go. I'm trying to find some R- real quick, some news. Jacksonville uh, just cut Miles Jack saving eight million dollars against the cap. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and I did see Malik Hooker signing a two-year deal to remain in Dallas. Um, which flower yields the spice saffron? <laughs> Any botanists in the chat? That, that sounds like a bad know. word. Saffron? Yeah. No, botanist. No, botanist. Hmm. Which flower yields the spice? I don't even know if I'm saying like saffron. The saffron How's flower. It spell? It's spelled like this. Okay. S a f f r o n. Yeah, Nate says he's joking. Yeah, I I know he's joking, but I he actually spelled it out. So did Jackrabbit just get cut? I apparently so. <clears throat> yep, Jackrabbit cut. Uh, so that's good. The Titans save what? Uh, six ish, six and a half. Hold on, I, I have it saved somewhere in my email. We can't. I, this is important, but we're still gonna have to figure out where saffron comes. No, from. I know, I know. The Titans <laughs> save the Titans save seven million dollars uh, by cutting uh, Jackrabbit Jenkins <clears throat> or six point nine. Nice. Um, Bobby says the the crocus flower. Let's go with it and just fi- right. move on to the next question. <laughs> All right. Now I lost my tab. All right. Here we go. Hey, we got it right. <laughs> okay. Good job, Bobby. Okay. So we are now uh, six and three. This this is a big one. We need okay. this. Last one. Okay. Are you uh, 
Are you a uh, science guy? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I can do a little bit of chemistry. That's about it. Okay, then the movie is this. On Seinfeld, when Jerry refers to Golden Boy, what is he specifically referring to? One of, on the Seinf- re- one of the things I regret about myself is that I have not seen Seinfeld. Damn it. And I know I would love it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I don't I haven't seen I haven't watched Seinfeld in a while. Hmm. Golden Boy. What is he referring to? Billy says t-shirt. Wait, this is going to be you guys. This is going to be the chat answer. We need the chat to save us today. Yeah. Hmm. When Jerry refers to Golden Boy, who? what is he referring to? Dom says... What what did Dom's answer? Uh, I don't see it. Dom, it's a shirt. Is it a shirt? A well, shirt? It's, it's a shirt. With a Jose shirt? says it's a shirt too. Let's okay. All right. Final shirt. Hey, t-shirt. Okay. We got it right. <clears throat> okay, so there we go. Uh, we go seven and three. Good, good thing. Three and zero oh sweep on our non-sports questions to save us. Uh, and I thank you to. Uh, the uh, the chat for that. So BrentwoodImprint.com, check them out. Uh, Jackrabbit Jenkins cuts. You know we we no longer have to deal with Jackrabbit and his six point nine million dollars saved against the cap. Yep. So uh, he is out. We will react to that more throughout the day. So check that out. Make sure you're following us all over social media because content galore throughout the day uh, for sure. So check out AtoZSports.com for a lot of reaction that Luke will have on the website for free agency acquisitions and cuts and moves and all that type of stuff. And Buck Rising will be live tonight. A to Z Sports Primetime. We will see you guys tomorrow morning. Appreciate it. Thanks.